This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome back to the listening room. Hi everyone, this is Ken Young speaking and um, we're going to have some really nice music in the next hour or so, beginning with some Haydn.
Oh, that's a good opening to the program. That was the first movement of uh, Symphony Number no. Thirty Nine by Joseph Haydn. Uh, be written about seventeen sixty seven, and uh, unusual at that time in that it calls for four horns, four French horns. And apparently there was a fourth horn arrived at the Esterhazy Palace where Haydn worked. And he probably thought, oh, I'll use four horns instead of the usual two. So he did. And uh, I think it's a rather splendid piece of that. Um, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it was played for us then by the English concert conducted by Trevor Pinnock. Now on to something slightly unusual. Um, you don't get many concertos for, well, you get plenty of concertos for one piano, but not many for two pianos. Francis Poulenc wrote one of these, um, and I'd like to play the first movement. It's rather a quirky piece, and uh, Poulenc being uh, rather a quirky chap, at the best of times he writes he writes delightfully quirky and then sometimes gorgeous things, and they, he juxtaposes them beautifully. He was a very good pianist himself, actually, and wrote a lot for the instrument. So here is then the first movement of the Concerto for Two Pianos by Francis Poulenc, and it's performed for us by the pianists François-René Duchable and Jean-Philippe Collard with the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by James Conlon.
There you go. I told you it was quirky. <laughs> Love it a bit. That was uh, the first movement of the Concerto for Two Pianos by French composer Francis Poulenc. It was performed for us brilliantly, I thought, by um, the two French pianists, François-René Duchable and Jean-Philippe Collard, with the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by James Conlon. Staying in France just for a little while, um, Songs of the Auvergne, arranged by Conteloube, uh, will be familiar to some of you, especially the most famous one, Bolero, which I do believe I played a few months ago. Um, I've got another one which is absolutely gorgeous as well. It's called, uh, per, forgive my pronunciation, Le Delaisado, in English, The Deserted Girl. And uh, I'll read the, I'll read the wee, uh, poem that he, uh, has been set in this poem. It's a rather a sad poem. A shepherdess waits there near the top of the woods for the one she loves, but he does not come. Alas, I have been deserted. I do not see the one I love. I thought he loved me, and I loved him so much. When the star comes out, the evening star, the poor little shepherdess is still alone, weeping. Let's have a listen to this gorgeous song, as sung by the wonderful Frederica von Stadt, with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Antonia Delmeda.
songs don't get sadder than that. Goodness me. And what a voice. Uh, really, definitely one of my favourite sopranos of all time, Friederike von Staat, singing there, uh, La Delicado, uh, or The Deserted Girl, as arranged by Francis, by, sorry, uh, Joseph Cantaloupe. Beautifully sung and beautifully performed by the uh, Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Antonio de Almeida. Arnold Bax was an English composer, 20th century English composer, who was quite prolific, actually. He wrote six, seven, seven symphonies, various chamber works, some, you know, lots, of, lots of different orchestral pieces. But he also wrote a lot of chamber music, and this particular um, piece I want to play, or first movement thereof, uh, is a sonata for flute and harp. And it was written for, in around about 1928, for an, uh, an English uh, a harpist who was living in London at the time, Maria Koshinska and actually for her and her husband, whose name was Count Benkendorf, who he, he was the son of the last Tsarist ambassador to London. Uh, the piece, they, they performed it, but it remained their property, so it never really got published and wasn't really well known until much, much later. But it's a beautiful piece. Uh, as I say, the first movement for the sonata for um, flute and harp, and I'd like to play it for you now. It's performed by an excellent English ensemble by the name of Mobius. Here we go. Thank you. 
I just love the combination of flute and harp. It really is one of the most wonderful um, sound worlds, I think. And that uh, that piece proves it a little bit too, I think. I, well, quite a lot, in fact, of course. Uh, it was the first movement of a sonata for flute and harp by Arnold Bax, or as later when he became the master of the Queen's Music, Sir Arnold Bax. It was um, performed by mem- a couple of members of a, an ensemble performed from musicians from four different countries back in 1995 called Mobius. In particular, the harp was played by Alison Nichols and the flute by Lorna McGee. But now something for complete difference, something completely different, and um, it's a movement from a violin concerto by Shostakovich, Russian composer, Dmitry Shostakovich, and uh, he had an enormous output. I mean, it included 15 symphonies and 15 string quartets. Shostakovich, but actually, he uh, only composed six concertos, two for cello, two for piano, first of which has a solid trumpet and then two for the violin which were written for the great Russian, pian- um, Russian violinist David Oistrak. Although the first violin concerto was completed in 1947 it wasn't heard until October 1955. Uh, they had to wait eight years for a first public performance it's not surprising really when you consider that period in Soviet history when the artistic climate was so dangerous and hostile. Uh, Stalin was alive. He died in 1953, so they obviously felt that it was okay to perform the work a couple of years later. And I'd like to play the uh, the really boisterous last movement, the fourth movement of this first violin concerto uh, by Shostakovich. Uh, and in this performance, it's played for us by violinist Victoria Malova uh, with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra in this 1988 recording, uh, conducted by Andre Previn. Thank you. 
that wake you up that was the fourth and final movement of the first violin concerto by Dmitry Shostakovich brilliantly played for us there by Victoria Malova with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra uh, conducted by Andre Previn on this program I try not to play you anything I've played you before but I do like to make the odd exception for real favourites and this is one of them it's a very short but beautiful motet by a favourite composer by the name of Maurice de Rufflet, who was a very fine organist in the 20th century. Uh, he wrote these four motets, that was simply called um, you know, the four motets on the Gregorian themes. He wrote them in 1960, and this is the first of them, uh, which is called Ubi Caritas et Amor, When Charity and Love Are, There is God. And uh, I'd like to play you this wonderful performance by the Choir of Westminster Cathedral, conducted by their Master of Music, James O'Donnell.
I just love that piece. It's so beautiful. Um, it was the first of the four motets on Gregorian themes by French organist and composer Maurice Drouflet, beautifully performed there for us by the Choir of Westminster Cathedral in London, conducted by James O'Donnell. Finally, in today's program, a slightly extended piece for solo piano, um, an extraordinary piece by Frédéric Chopin, um, actually one of my very favourite pieces by Chopin. Um, it's the Scherzo in B-flat minor, and uh, it's an extraordinarily beautiful piece, but also technically uh, very demanding, and uh, who better to perform it than uh, uh, a favourite pianist as well, and one of the great pianists of the 20th century, uh, an excellent by the name of Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. And this uh, particular performance was um, recorded in 19... It's off actually a really good Deutsche Grammophon CD, which I've had for many, many years, which has on it the Mazurkas, the Prelude in C-sharp minor, and the beautiful ballad in G minor, which I did play for you a few months ago. This is the Opus 31 Scherzo in B-flat minor, and uh, let's listen to it now. Arturo Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli at the piano.
That's just fabulous. The music and the playing, goodness me. Uh, that was uh, the schizo in B-flat minor, opus 31 by Frédéric Chopin, brilliantly performed by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. I've got a little, a minute or so up my sleeve here, so I'm just going to play the third of those four. I, mean, I played you a Drufle motet. That was the first of the four motets. I'd like to play one which only takes about a minute. It's called Tu es Petrus. The third of the four motets by Maurice de Rufflet, Tu es Petrus. It was sung for us by the Choir of Westminster Cathedral, conducted by James O'Connell. Well, that is all about time we've got. It's <laughs> all the time we've got today. Um, I really enjoy having your company on this show. I love doing it for you, um, and I hope you hear music that you like each week. Um, I hope you can join me again next time here on ORFM. Uh, and I'll welcome you back to the listening room. Have a great week. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.